Your brain might just help you learn something in more ways than one. Welcome to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. Dr. Bell is a licensed marriage and family therapist. He'll be your guide on this crazy exploration designed to bring life back into our existence. Can you become the element of change in an ever-changing world? Possibly, but you've got to listen on to find out. Now here is the host of Absurd Psychology, Dr. Gary Bell. Welcome, everybody. All right, we're talking about what happened to common sense. And, you know, the bottom line is common sense is a floating target, and it's generational. And that's where a lot of conflict happens between generations like Generation Z and the, the boomers and all the pre-boomers. And if, if we just look at all of the elements that are involved in the idea of common sense, it's really hard to understand where to draw the line and, and what to make of it. Because 150 years ago, things would be a lot different. You know, women were not allowed to vote because they did not have the intelligence to do it uh, from their perspective. 150 years ago, African Americans were too uh, ignorant to read. Uh, you know, that's stupid. Throw that out the window. You know, the bottom line is common sense is something that evolves over time. And it's really important for us to understand that if we're going to throw out the term common sense, we really need to define what it is, where it is, and what it's all about. But also common sense in this day and age is getting very strange because gender identity is becoming a really, really important topic. And people's, uh, after the sexual revolution of the idea that now we have birth control and, and sex can be recreational, people are exploring the idea of who they are sexually. And that is coming about in in a very visual and very uh, physical and very emotional and very real terms, especially now it's moving into our school systems. You know, who cares if, if, if you want, you know, your, your penis sucked or your vagina licked or your plastic prohesis or same sex or bisex, whatever it is, you want it up the butt, whatever, whatever. People are, are exploratory creatures who look to experience to define themselves. And if we're going to factor our civilization on judging people for what they want sexually now that people are out of the closet and exploring very openly these things, are we going to stop it? No, because we're sexual creatures and I'm not saying it's okay because it's not okay. It's sad that between kindergarten and second grade in many school systems, including the one that we live in, in Seattle, uh, our child in second grade and all the way back to kindergarten has been learning gender identity. And, uh, you know, that's not cool. Because they're not in a developmental stage to know what they're being interdoctrinated into. You know, science helps buffer against flaws in our thinking when it comes to understanding the world, including human behavior. But we often mistakenly trust common sense because of hindsight biases, overconfidence in the tendency to perceive order in random events. Uh, you know, before thinking, you know, further on this, you know, we have to understand that popular psychology permeates our cut our culture we hear sound bites of information from all over the internet all over the television all over the world from really poorly vetted sources across various forms of media media every day that means they don't really look into what they're communicating to people they're just throwing it out there and so you know pop psychology is often based on flimsy studies including a really poor methodology and when we integrate the 
unsupported knowledge into our fund of information, we've developed things like gender identity being taught in school to kids that don't even know what gender identity is. And so the bottom line is we have to begin to understand what is acceptable, what is common sense, common and sense, what is common and sense, and we need to understand what we need to come back to as far as our moral values as a society, which is also evolving. I'm not saying that gender identity is wrong. I'm just saying if a person should be able to decide that at a state of life where they're more introduced to their own sexuality rather than prior to their sexuality. Prior to becomes indoctrination. During their sexuality, they at least have a better chance to make their own personal decision for themselves. And oftentimes that's a floating target. You know, because we're all very complicated uh, creatures, you know, but we also are lazy and we like to take mental shortcuts to understand the world around us. And that's black and white thinking. So you, if you're a Trump supporter, you're a prejudiced white person or whatever, you're just prejudicial, evil person. And if you're not, then you're stupid and have no common sense. So, you know, we love to just label each other. But the truth is, the truth is, is that we all carry a degree of truth within us and we should be searching for that and for for searching what is good within us rather than searching on what we don't agree on. You know, many people think answers to psychological questions are obvious, but every day on, on social media, we see commentary asking why we need to do scientific research to understand human behavior. It's just common sense. Well, no, our human behavior is shaped, and it's shaped by what we're exposed to in our environment and the people we surround ourselves with. I mean, if you're going to surround yourself with a bunch of drug addicts as friends, you're probably going to be a drug addict. You know, if you're going to surround yourself with alcoholism, you're probably going to be an alcoholic. You know, the bottom line is we're very adaptive creatures to what we integrate into our lives. And, and so we have to ask the questions about what is common sense, meaning that all of us share a sense of what is commonly smart. You know, a, another way to ponder our, our intuition about the world is to consider the adages that guide our thinking. You know, there's several common sense sayings that many of us have integrated into our thinking that means that it has some sense of truth to it, like uh, birds of a feather flock together or opposites attract, or absence makes the heart grow fonder, out of sight, out of mind, better safe than sorry, you know, nothing ventured, nothing gained, two heads are better than one, many, many, too many cooks spoil the broth, actions speak louder than words, the pen is mightier than the sword, we fall back on this common sense in our lives, and there is a lot of truth to it, but that it doesn't mean it is the absolute truth, it means commonly, commonly, common sense, commonly birds of a feather flock together, opposites attract, absence makes the heart go. That means it's not always it's not always sense. It's common sense, meaning general general knowledge, general comments, not specific, not to be used as prejudicial. You know, do you notice anything particular uh, uh, about these things? Like you've heard all of them, most of these as proverbs, and you may apply them to situations in your life. For example, when a couple you know lives apart and ends up breaking up, you may say to yourself, out of sight, out of mind. Other times when a couple has a strong relationship, despite a long distance, you may think absence makes the heart grow fonder. Well, both 
It could go both ways or it may go in between. We don't know, you know, but we want to look carefully. Each one of these sayings is contradicted by another statement. So how can we hold these assertions as truths when we hold the contradictory proverb as a fact as well? You know, so sometimes we do need research and logic to kind of understand how to navigate our daily lives, believing how we see the world as it is. And we often are unaware of the forces that compel us to formulate notions about the world, you know, uh, our native realism, meaning where we come from, where we come from and the realism from where we come from may factor into our life. For instance, I come from the Midwest. I come from Indiana, cornfields. Not many people, you know, so my native realism has to do with the idea that relationships are very important because that's all we had. We didn't have a lot of things. And so, you know, the belief that we see the world precisely as it is, is precisely also where we came from. And that creates a foundation for the for the errors in our thinking that we all see the world through a frame. We don't see the world as it is. We see the world through a frame that our ego builds. And what's really important is we have to try to understand that we integrate all other thoughts that don't agree with our framework also into our framework and try to understand that that's how we evolve as people. We take in new knowledge, new information, new insights, new way of looking at things. And maybe it sounds radical at first, but we try to integrate some of that truth into who we are. And we may not agree with the radical agreement. Maybe we look at the environment as, yeah. It needs fixed, but um, you know that doesn't mean you take all the gasoline away from us. No, we need the gasoline because most of our vehicles are gasoline based. And so, you know, the bottom line is we do have to look out for the environment. We need to do things to do it. But, but, but I agree with that. But I don't agree with taking everything away radically and forcing us into a technology that also has problems because of the lithium and the batteries. So, you know, the big deal is is that you know sometimes. You know, hindsight is foresight. And sometimes we have to take a little bit of wisdom away from our radicalization and understand that there was a point to be made. And we don't have to exacerbate everything based on the complete uh, uh, radical point of view. We can take from the radical point of view that there are partial truths in there, but we don't have to bite the whole tamale. You know, there's reasons that we want to trust uh, our, our intuition and our cognitive biases and our logical fallacies because we develop a concept of people. We develop a concept of the world, and then we build facts based on that concept and that narrative that we've given the world. And we collect those that, that research bias, and basically what we do is we establish that as a framework of moving us towards our decisions and our destiny and our relationships. And we have to be very, very careful how we form narratives and to what degree we form narratives to a degree that we are not allowing ourselves to hear other people. You know, there's a thing called hindsight bias and anything seems commonplace once it's explained. You know, uh, um, and I knew it all along, philosophy is a hindsight bias, a phenomenon basically that, that plagues our lives. And it's easy to see outcomes after the fact, but we certainly could have predicted them. You know, uh, more, Monday morning quarterback is pervasive. People love to be right, but they're not always right at the time. Maybe they were right that maybe this 
bet I placed was going to win and then it wins, okay, that's great. But that doesn't mean it's going to win every time. You know, so that Monday morning quarterbacking is people thinking that they have some kind of mystical thinking. You know, more than 800 research papers have shown that the hindsight bias, the tendency after the fact to reason we would have predicted an outcome. And, and that's where the problem is with common sense is that we – do Monday morning quarterbacking to reinforce the idea that common sense is important. Yes, common sense has something to offer, but is it where we want to stand as far as what the truth is? No. You know, overconfidence is another problem. We don't like uh, 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 how certain things happen. Most of us overestimate our own knowledge over and over again. Research has shown that people's confidence in the judgment of their knowledge is much higher than the accuracy of their knowledge. And from, you know, the Titanic sinking to the Challenger explosion to the Hubble telescope being warped uh, as far as have, needing to have a glass, another, another sense of glass put on it to actually make it work, it, it also proves that not everything is going to be perfect. It is has to evolve. And, and some of our thoughts may interfere if they're too concrete, if they're too black and white, may interfere with an accurate understanding and good decision making, which we're going to talk about decision making next week. You know, random events, uh, perceiving order in random events is something that we like to mystically believe in, you know, that chaos is the law of nature, order was the dream of, of who we are. You know, humans are relentlessly eager to perceive order in chaos, seeing a face on the moon, a religious image in a towel, you know, a, a, a hot hand in basketball. That's all examples of how we want to apply meaning to our observations in the world. But have you ever heard of a lucky person winning a huge lottery payout twice. It's such a surprising phenomenon that we're unable to conceive that it is random. All statisticians will tell you that the large enough samples, just about anything can happen. So when should we trust our intuition? Despite the problematic nature of intuitive thinking, sometimes we need to trust our common sense. In cases where, you know, split second safety is essential, you know, research suggests that intuition is our best bet as snap judgments about the trustworthiness of someone that we've watched on a video tend to be more accurate than chance. And so it's important for us to understand intuition can give us a sixth sense about whether a person is going to be a healthy person in our life or not healthy. You know, and the other thing is we always need to question what we know. That are we making assumptions based on flawed information? And when you notice yourself utilizing, you know, shortcuts regarding explanations for our behavior, we really have to understand that, that it may be some of the bias in our own faulty mechanisms of psychology. You know, it, it, while intuition is a fantastic means to keep us safe, you know, common sense also can also be a benefit to us. You know, psychology can be understood as a science of human behavior that seeks to understand how humans uh, feel, perceive, think, learn, interact.
interact, understand themselves and the world around them. And it's a science that studies observable, measurable human behavior and also the human mind, both the conscious and the unconscious. And since all of us as individuals are constantly attempting to understand each other, motivations, our actions, our attitude, there's a tendency to dismiss psychology as common sense. Why psychology is a science that derives its assumptions and theories based on scientific knowledge, it's generated from research and experience. Common sense remains a term given to shared beliefs, to common sense perceptions such as stereotypes, prejudice that are a result of generalism. And we have to be very careful with generalism because it creates prejudice. All right, so let's take a quick break and we'll come back and talk more about common sense. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Dr. Gary Bell is available for speaking engagements as well as teaching at your seminar or workshop and life coaching via telephone Skype or in person in the Seattle area. Dr. Bell brings his no-nonsense, straight-from-the-hip discussions each week on the show, but it doesn't stop there. Learn about motivation and psychology, one-couple marriage repair, a two-day workshop in Seattle, and more. Visit drgbmft.com today or call Dr. Gary Bell at 951-818-7856. That's drgbmft.com or 951-818-7856. It's time to serve, learn, change the world. Tune in each week for the power of young people to change the world. Hosted by NYLC CEO Amy Muirs. The program is a forum for both young people and the adults who love and support them. We make connections with others through stories of change, partnership, and new perspectives of issues facing the world today. Be sure to join us every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and 3 p.m. Pacific Time or anytime on demand on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. If you have a question for Dr. Gary or his guest, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. That's easy enough, but if you want to send an email, it will take some thinking. Got a pen? The email address is drgbmft at sbcglobal.net. Or you can just click on Email Host on the Voice America page. Now, back to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. Welcome back, everybody. All right, we're talking about common sense and where is it in this day and age? You know, the problem is, is that we are often looking at our leadership in this world and our governments in this world and wondering what in the hell happened to their common sense. And it just doesn't seem to be there. The problem is, is that we are all coming from different generations, different times, different standards, different different expectations of what common sense might be. And so we really have to come to ground with what is common sense in the first place. And it is really a very useful element in our in our lives. It's a very important cognitive process, but it needs to be uh, evolving and it needs to be open to change because we are changing constantly as a society. There's good change and there's bad change. 
you know, common sense aids us in making practical decisions by accounting for the potential consequences of our actions. It also is, becomes preferable to, to surround ourselves with people who subscribe to the same set of common sense beliefs as us. Because common sense can be considered a valuable resource as it becomes virtually impossible to process and function without certain essential common sense ideas. And it's also common sense to look both ways before crossing a road, to turn off the gas after we finish cooking, to not approach wild animals. You know, it is a sense that is cultivated over time and is therefore prized. It's not to say that common sense is an entirely useless element. You know, it's very important to grab onto it. And as social beings, we are born, raised, and shaped by our culture. Culture operates off the value system of a culture's common sense. So we also must understand common sense is a cultural sense that refers to a shared set of beliefs that owe their roots to the culture that they originated from. And culture is tribal. That means that we develop tribes that have our own common sense involved in it. And common sense can be dangerously converted to doctrine in religious uh, uh, institutions. And so, you know, if, if, if some human beings recognize that money is a source of tyrannical power and therefore subscribe to more socialistic ideas about being uh, equal and caring and all that kind of thing, thing called socialism, you know, and that can be taken off into a horrible place because deep inside, most people are seeking power. So those that get power over the, the normal people that actually get the bread and, and the butter and just the basics, uh, those people end up living in a tyrannical process of palaces and beautiful things and lots of benefits in their life. You know, a shared set of cultural beliefs fall under the umbrella of common sense. And so they're also important to acknowledge because those things can assist behavior. And social psychologists can use that to help uh, conduct better research. But, you know, we have to look at common sense as something that we have to be very careful with because it has the potential to mislead. And while we acknowledge the shortcomings of common sense, recognize it as an asset to understand more complex ideas is pertinent. And so let's look at some examples of common sense. You know, it, it, <clears throat> working while in high school will help students build character and value money. That's an example. Children who read a lot are very social or physical or not very social or physically fit. Is that true? You know, we would tend to think so, but people with low self-esteem are more aggressive. Possibly. You know, the best way to treat juvenile delinquents is to get tough with them. Most psychopaths are delusional. We know that uh, what will make us happy. No, we don't know what will make us happy. We really need to search for joy. Joy is within your soul. That will make you happy if you know how to find joy. You know, not a single one of these are actually true. But... Science evidence refutes each of the common sense claims listed above. However, many people believe this generalities, common generalities, to be true to some element. But if we fall back on that as the way things are, black and white, that's where we find ourselves in danger. The failure of common sense can be seen in areas other than just psychology. What what could be more obvious than than the flatness of the earth? Additionally. 
isn't it apparent that the Earth is stationary? You know, these claims about the Earth were seemingly obvious in previous centuries, but now we see them as absolutely false. You know, yesterday's common sense is often today's not common sense. As I talked about, you know, women don't have smarts to to be voters. You know, a place for people with disabilities is institutions. African-Americans can't be taught how to read. That's crazy. That's 150 years ago. 150 years ago, that's how people thought. Is it right? No. Can you prove that scientifically? No. And that's the problem with common sense. And that's why we have to be very careful with how we use that term. Common sense is a collection of prejudice acquired by the age of 18. It's also a result of some pervasive and extremely stupid logical fallacies that have become embedded in their human brain over generations for one reason or another. And that comes from Albert Einstein, by the way, because when we empirically test common sense, it often fails the test. Common means that everyone has something at their disposal that can be freely used by the common people as well as by educated and privileged people. Sense refers to often the one of the senses of the body and its ability to perceive external stimulation. You know, people acquire different forms of knowledge. Some are harder to understand. Most of it is experiential and that requires decades of intense study and understanding of the human being. There are many other types of wisdom or senses, many of which are rare, while others are notoriously common. But if we think about life, it is much easier to acquire wisdom than it is to love. To love is the hardest thing we do in this lifetime. And to be open to love and to be open to trust can be very, very, very difficult. And that's why as we move through life, we have to be faith-based, not uh, fear-based. And people that fall behind common sense live in fear. And so we have to understand there's truth to derive from common sense. There's knowledge and wisdom to be derived from common sense. But we don't set our foundation within common sense. We understand that it is general. It doesn't fit every circumstances. It allows us to label. And that's where we have to be very careful. You know, the the the, the faulty of self-evidence truths is, is what Thomas Paine, who who wrote the book Common Sense, that actually helped our, our country understand why we needed to break from England. And so, you know, making practical decisions and informed judgments based Based on the facts presented in reality is a true example of common sense. Analyzing the scenario and making logical and clear decisions based on experience leads to an optimal outcome. And that's why wisdom can be very important and lots of wisdom can be found in common sense. But we have to add to that the realities of the world and the reality of is this absolutely right or absolutely wrong. You know, if you're cooking dinner in a large pot and pick it up after it has been, uh, you know, uh, warm, you'll probably burn yourself. And if you do this, you know, a person might say, hey – you don't have much common sense because it's widely known that metal objects conduct heat, which even any rudimentary normal human being would understand that. So why would you pick up something that's cooking? 
you, you know, you need protection to avoid burning your hands. That's common sense. You know, many people regard common sense as knowledge or ability acquired through experience and not an academic study. So when a person does something that's considered nonsensical, it's argued that they lack common sense. And the truth is, and this is my theory, this is my frame of the world, that people that oftentimes are highly, highly, highly intelligent are low on common sense. People that are in the middle that have both usually do better in life. And people that have only common sense and lack the intellect and the wisdom, they suffer too because they only see a part of life and they tend to be more prejudicial in that part of life. Wisdom increases with experience, but it also includes more subjective notions and judgments. So there's no debate that walking through traffic is foolish and a threat for your safety. It's it's objectively dangerous and shows a lack of common sense. However, there's no objective proof that leaving a comfortable job and taking the risk at a bigger opportunity is a sensible decision. Wisdom can help inform the latter decision, but not common sense. So the ability to make good decisions and behave rationally helps you function within society. Obey norms, uh, protect yourself, assess situations correctly, develop relationships. So common sense can help us navigate and this can lead to a conflict also you know although conflict is uh, common sense is regarded generally as available knowledge and per practical application each individual's experience is different so their understanding of an access to common sense one of the crucial problems with common sense is that it sometimes relies too much on practical judgment and eliminates all emotions in decision making eliminates all individuality Eliminates all originality of circumstances. You know, it just labels. This is what I do when this happens. This is what I do when this happens. People want to walk thoughtlessly through life and fall back on that as a way to go. And that's because we all, in a sense, hate to do hard. We would much rather do easy. We are lazy, lazy creatures. And so lazy creatures fall back on common sense and labels rather than do intrinsic study and acquire wisdom to evolve their knowledge to have better common sense. <laughs> you know, delaying the release of truth may, may not be logical or an objective idea, but based on the context, the emotional weight of a secret can also be common sense, that you don't relay that information right now because that person may not have the faculties or the understanding of how to handle that information. In that, you know, that that's common sense that applies primarily to social norms, generally available to knowledge based on your judgments, your experience, your consideration of the context and your boundaries of, of conditions is, is essential. Now, what is a contradiction to common sense? It's largely influenced by your own experiences, but everyone's experiences are limited and different. So the assumption that there is a baseline of rational intelligence that people share is incorrect. And it's oftentimes almost impossible. You know, it, it, as a result, the idea can be dangerous and potentially isolating. You know, if a, a piece of cultural or logical uh, uh, knowledge is treated as common sense, you know, then people distort their reality. You know, uh, Hitler used the prejudice against the Jews as a way for the German society to basically label them as it's common sense that they just want to take over our country. Uh, the, 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 if 
if you look at the war, you know, in in Ukraine and Russia invading Ukraine, Russian media has characterized this whole thing as some kind of like a, a religious battle for truth and 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 more moral uh, defeat of the Ukrainians when we as a society in general are able to see it objectively and understand that they're just being greedy tyrant, you know, tyrants and, and very, very uh, negative people. They're being very stupid. They're being led by one person out of fear and their noses are pierced and they're just like an oxen in the field being guided into war and yet they just do it because they don't understand the context of what's really happening in Ukraine and what their battle is all about. You know, sadly, it goes against what we would think is common sense. However, what we believe is common sense may be what Russia doesn't believe is common sense. You know, if you're one of the few unfortunate people who's uh, had their common sense criticized, there's often a few tactics you can use to prove your, your standing among people. Number one, if you've been criticized for your common sense, you want to listen more by admitting that you may not always be the expert on a particular topic, or you can learn from others, or you can better assess the tone and mood of a conversation. Make sure you don't take your foot off the pedal. You know, give feedback. Get feedback from other people. If you're struggling with your behavior or words when dealing with others, talk to a, a mentor or a friend about the situation. Ask them to keep an eye on it. Pay particular attention to your behavior. Give feedback on how you behave. This is how we evolve. You know, maybe maybe the person should uh, strengthen their common sense by taking a personality test and some and understand some of their driving forces behind their personality, which will help them understand you know ideas that require more work or more more uh, attention or more uh, maturity. You know, a personality contest can be instructive regarding habits and ingrained behaviors that we may not be aware of consciously. Also, if we want to improve and strengthen common sense, we want to think before we speak. You know, a lack of common sense often manifests itself when you speak before you think or when you have trouble listening to others. Slow down. Avoid making hasty decisions, emotional decisions. Speaking too quickly, patience can help you avoid many, many verbal gaffes. And what's really important to understand is as a society – uh, oftentimes, we have auditory processors. Many times, those are women. That's not all the cases. They're not all women. Not all women are auditory processors. Men are often ruminative processors, but that doesn't mean they're all ruminative processors. So what's the difference? Men will – or a, a ruminated processor will tend to think through an issue – uh, Google it, maybe do a little research, come to an idea, come to a solution, come to a decision, present the decision. An auditory processor hears that decision and suddenly they they become, I, I've got to process this. I can't believe you're making this decision by yourself. You didn't even involve me in it. And so now they have to auditorially I mean bounce off of mom, dad, sisters, brothers, friends, anybody that will listen to them verbalize what their ideas are about uh, maybe the decision the ruminative processor does. So they sit there and they auditorial spin through it by bouncing it off everybody and then eventually they land on the same idea or maybe something similar or maybe something different. Uh, but it's very important to understand that both generally reach the decision about the same time. They just do it differently. So oftentimes we judge 
uh, people before uh, because they're speaking auditorially what they're thinking immediately. That means they're not thought it through. They just need to hear what they're thinking in order to process it and make it better and better and better. So if we understand that about each other, we understand most people are venting rather than trying to tell you what they think. They're venting what they think and they're exploring. And then people get judgy and that's where we have problems because judgy people, people that want to stay in the black and white thinking, have a tendency to label auditory processors as stupid. No, they're not stupid. That's just how they process. We all come to a new idea in the beginning. It's just the room and two people keep it to themselves. The auditories don't. So what? They all get there. They just get there differently. You know, reading books is also another way to help strengthen common sense. Very important to fall back on that. All right, we're going to take a quick, another quick break, and we're going to come back. We're going to talk more about examples of common sense. So come back. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Dr. Gary Bell is available for speaking engagements as well as teaching at your seminar or workshop and life coaching via telephone Skype or in person in the Seattle area. Dr. Bell brings his no-nonsense, straight-from-the-hip discussions each week on the show, but it doesn't stop there. Learn about motivation and psychology, one-couple marriage repair, a two-day workshop in Seattle, and more. Visit drgbmft.com today or call Dr. Gary Bell at 951-818-7856. That's drgbmft.com or 951-818-7856. Unravel the mysteries of metaphysics every week on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Join host Barb Crowley as she and her insightful guest share what's been learned behind the veil, going just beyond our five senses. Now you can see things with an entirely different point of view. Tune in for Metaphysics, a view through the veil, broadcasting live every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Use it to explore your advantage and deeper understanding. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. are tuned in to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. If you have a question for Dr. Gary or his guest, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. That's easy enough, but if you want to send an email, it will take some thinking. Got a pen? The email address is drgbmft at sbcglobal.net. Or you can just click on Email Host on the Voice America page. Now, back to Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. Welcome back, everybody. All right, we're talking about common sense and where is it in this day and age? You know, Voltaire, the great philosopher and writer, 
once said that common sense is not so common. You know, there's always one mad, bad mannered person who sneezes without covering their mouth or a person who takes up two seats uh, because they want to spread their legs out or, you know, we all like to live in a world where everybody's truly well mannered and there will always be bad people who lack common sense and mindfulness in most common situations. All you have to do is get in the car and drive a few miles and you'll probably discover that people are ill-mannered oftentimes and thoughtless and lack common sense. You know, here's some examples of just social common sense. And, and this is what's understood socially in our world. You know, not letting people get out of buses and elevators before injuring is kind of stupid, don't you think? You know, not letting, uh, not using your turn signals, especially if you're driving 55 miles an hour, not, not a good idea. You know, being rude to your server who could spit in your food, uh, listening to music without headphones, assuming that everybody loves the music you love, that's crazy. Texting while you're driving, what are you going to do? Kill everybody on the road? Are you even thinking about anybody on the road? Common sense. Unfortunately, a lot of people don't have it. Not putting your stuff back on, on the proper place in grocery stores, you know, so sticking the meat somewhere out in the pasta. Not too good. Not too smart. Not too nice. Not too helpful. You know, how about that poor cow that lost its life and you've taken parts of its body and just sticking it somewhere so it doesn't serve a purpose? Not cool. You know, leaving a mess after yourself, standing on the, uh, you know, blocking people's way, swiping right on a phone when someone hands you their phone to show you a picture and you're going to look at everything else that's on their phone. God knows what you're going to find. You know, let, you know, not cleaning up after your dog is a lack of common sense. Putting your feet all over someone else's space, you know, where someone else is going to be sitting or not washing your hands after you pee or poop. You know, throwing something in a trash bin, missing it, not picking it up, you know, parking in disabled parking spots, lacking common sense, having having a, a cart full of groceries in the express lane or standing too close to people. All of this can be a lack of common sense, a lack of using your common sense. But government has lost its common sense on every level. You know, the originally founding fathers of government in the Constitution of the United States Declaration of independence, the Bill of Rights is being trampled by those that we elect. You know, voting doesn't seem to change anything for the better. That's probably because it's rigged. You know, one party is bad as the other. You know, 19 Arabs, non-citizens, cause death and destruction to thousands of Americans, and the borders are still open? Really? You know, Middle East is a mess. Corporations can, can fudge numbers, file bankruptcy, leave employees, investors holding the bag. You know, heinous crime is committed across America. In, in Easter weekend, four, four mass murders in the United States, and nothing will happen. Nothing. Federal judges interpreting the law to fit their own agenda. Is that common sense? No. Doctors are leaving their profession because of the high cost of insurance premiums. And also nurses are leaving because they're being used and abused during this COVID crap. You know, lodge, you know, teach, keeping kids out of school and making them wear masks when they're not the people that are passing on the COVID. You know, the bottom line is common sense. Where is it? You know, lawyers filling, you know, file civil suits, even on uh, regarding things that haven't happened yet. 
you know, manufacturers move to Mexico. The Mexicans are moving here. Democrats, you know, like cheap votes. Republicans like cheap labor. You know, American votes don't count anymore because we don't speak Spanish. You know, the bottom line is the government passes laws about entering America and don't enforce the laws that they pass, allowing millions and millions and millions of illegals to stay in the United States. And how many are possibly terrorists? How many are are heinous criminals? You know, nobody can guess. Government passes laws about hate crime to protect those who hate the most. Zoning laws are not enforced. Priests are involved in sexual misconduct. Parishioners are asked for more money to support those involved in the misconduct. And even the employees of the church have lost their direction. You know, the longer you live, the more health care costs. You know, you you need a college degree to read your phone bill, uh, local, regional, long distance, international electric bill, you know, uh, transmission, generational, distribution, water, water bill. No one believes they're using that much water that they have to pay uh, nearly two to three hundred dollars a month for it, but they do. You know, all these taxes on your utility bills are enough to make anybody cry. So school taxes are paid until death do us part, and yet our education system is teaching kids how to uh, uh, about their gender identity from kindergarten to second grade, and we're paying taxes for public schools. Is that common sense? You see, common sense is a knowledge that all. All of us have such knowledge is unspoken and unwritten. We take it for granted. We acquire in, in, in perceivably uh, from the day we're born. For example, animals don't drive cars. My mother's uh, is older than me. The knowledge is often used by human experts, even when solving very narrow domain-specific tasks. The common sense knowledge is something that we learn through experience and curiosity without even being aware of it. And so we also acquire a great deal of it in our lives. And the reason why common sense reasoning is seen as important is that many of these systems were very competent at problem solving, but they're also brittle because they often gave meaningless answers when trying to reason with unusual problem data. So here's the deal. Do we use common sense to evaluate or do we use common sense for the need to be right? To evaluate is the wise answer, not to be right, because it is not always going to be right. There's often reasons things happen. If we live a life of forgiveness, we want to understand what made you decide this. How did you decide this? I want to know what your intentions are. I'm not going to beat you down for the bad thing that happened. I want to understand what the process was that led to the decision. There's always a process, and that's what we in life have to be wise enough and have the desire to understand process, leading to bad choices or leading to dumb choices or leading to choices that we don't understand. You know, we we need to understand that common sense is the knowledge that we all have. And, and it's very important for us to to grab onto it. We have to understand that there is good common sense and there is bad common sense. And so we all need to reason why common sense is seen as important. And, and we also need to understand it's not the be all and end all. 
you know, and if you think about open-mindedness and the desire to be open-minded, we can produce some really bizarre outputs if we input into our brain illogical judgments. And we have to be very careful of judgments because despite many efforts, there's a general feeling that insufficient life decisions can be made in common sense applications. And one of the problems that is very difficult to formulate because it's very messy and unstructured domain is common sense. And it's also culturally different. And sometimes we walk into a culture and we really don't understand where things are coming from. You know, common sense is often considered to be sound, practical judgment that's usually developed through life experience rather than any kind of formal training. Developing common sense can seem like a difficult thing, but you can easily practice using common sense by being more aware, reflecting on situations before you make decisions, and as you develop more common sense, you'll be able to make smarter choices. So, how do we do this? We compare the risk and the rewards of a decision before choosing what to do. So, we look at the positives, we look at the negative outcomes that could come from a decision that you're making. And you can either do it mentally, or you need to make a quick decision, or you can write it down the pros and cons, determine what's best for you and what's best for how this is going to impact others in your life. You weigh your options to see which choice will give you the best outcome. For example, if someone offers you an alcoholic drink and you're too young, the rewards may be hanging out with them and having a fun drink, but the risk is you could lose your car, you could lose your, you know, you get all kinds of things taken away from you, and your life could be a lot more miserable just because you do that one thing. You know, also, you want to trust your initial feelings so you don't overanalyze things too much. Sometimes your gut reaction may be the best thing. Whenever you're faced with the decision, take notice of what your first instinct or answer is. Think about what good or bad consequences could come from the decision. Decision seems like the best one, then make it. For example, if someone offers you a drink, uh, your thirst, your you know, an alcoholic drink is your the first thought as a kid is probably yeah, but you have to understand you're going to get in trouble, and that's probably where you want to land. You also want to look at your situation from another perspective that think about it clearly. You may notice that it seems easier to give advice to a friend than it is to tell yourself the same thing. So when you're faced with a tough decision mentally, take a step back. Pretend that you're watching someone else in your situation. Think about what you would tell them based on what's the smartest, best decision for them. And if the decision is something you wouldn't tell a friend to do, then you shouldn't make it either. For example, if you found a jacket at school that it isn't yours, but you want to keep it. Think about what you will tell a friend if they found the jacket. Would you most likely tell them and return it to a lost and found? So you should make the same decision for you. You know, that's called integrity. Integrity is something that makes us a very attractive person. So integrity means we incorporate wisdom in our life, that we incorporate good decision making. And once again, next week, we're going to be talking about decision making. You know, uh, uh, the only feedback from people who are a good influence on you is often the, the thing that you want to stick to. You know, someone who makes poor decisions may not give feedback that's common sense. So we have to be very careful about who we surround ourselves with. If we're the smartest person in a room, we want to go to a room where people are smarter than us so that we can acquire more wisdom and knowledge. 
realize that it's okay to make a wrong decision and don't be so judgmental of yourself. If you're going to live your life fearing failure, you're never going to understand that we live in a scientific process of failure to, and we learn from failure. That's how we evolve as creatures. Don't be afraid to make a poor decision. Reflect on it. Recognize what you could have made as a better choice. If you ever have a similar decision to make in the future, make the better choice rather than the one you made the last time. You know, if you choose to wear sneakers to the beach and you get sand in your shoes, next time you go to the beach wearing flip-flops. Duh. You know, that's learning from experience. You also don't do things that you know are bad for you. Self-love is learning how to say no to things that are not good for you. People with common sense make decisions based on what will provide the best, most positive outcome. If there are things that you know that are bad for you, such as smoking, driving while under the influence, don't do them. Since they have the negative effects in your life, they may color your life for the rest of your life. You have to be careful about what you integrate into your life. If you're going to integrate drugs, alcohol, drinking and driving, that's basically a suicidal life. You basically are flirting with suicide. You may as well understand that you are suicidal. You know, when people live destructive, make destructive choices in their life, they're the unspoken suicidal people in this world. We can sit and watch a relative eat themselves to death. People will kill themselves slowly without having to make the decision of instantly killing themselves by the way they choose to live. Also, we want to think before we speak. We, you know, don't want to say things that we regret. Before you say anything, often evaluate, am I being emotional? Am I being reactive? Because what we want to be is responsive. Responsive people filter their reaction, understand their reaction, process their reaction, and then they come up with a logical conclusion about what to do. The more people do that, the better decisions they make and the better life that they have. And you also need to understand that you're not God and you have to accept things that are, are that maybe won't change. Common sense should tell you that some events happen and you can't change the outcome. Death, taxes, those are pretty firm things that are going to happen. Every one of us is going to have to deal with them. So the bottom line is we have to accept that as an ingredient in life. But common sense may vary from person to person. And so, uh, you know, looking at generalities may be a part of wisdom, but it may not also be the place you need to land as a person in the society and in the place and in the stage of life and in the environment of life and in the family of life and then the friends in your life that you currently have. That's our show. Thanks for listening. I love hearing from you. You can do that. VoiceAmerica.com, The Empowerment Channel, Dr. Gary Bell's Absurd Psychology. Now remember, an asshole is a person who constantly asks you what to do then does the opposite. Also, common sense is like deodorant. Those who need it the most never use it. Also, common sense should be considered a superpower. Money cannot buy morals, manners, or common sense. Stupid finds common sense repulsive. And life would be more boring. By the way, that's our government. Stupid finds common sense repulsive. And also, life would be boring if we never messed up. Thanks for listening, everybody. (laughs) 
That's our show for this week. Please join Dr. Gary Bell for another edition of Absurd Psychology next Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Now go impress your friends and family with what you've learned today and have them tune in next week so they can be almost as smart as you. 